fucking. Sorry, uh, uh, Gar. Before we start the episode, I just need to do my, you know, pre-podcast exercises. Okay. Okay. Schwa, schwa, schwa. Ultraman, Ultraman. G, G. The Belial Tiga. Schwa. Are you done? Gar. Eh, good enough. Schwa the roll call. everyone and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla and all kaiju in between. I'm your host, Ultraman Caster Lane. And I'm your host, Ultra Yellow. Co-host, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm the host of this season. I am your co-host. Right. Though I do 60% of the work. I know. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the beauty of this operation. <laughs> I'm the true brains of this organization. <laughs> I got all dressed up for this radio show for nothing? It's a radio show. Why did you dress up? No one's ever going to see you. <laughs> uh, I currently have three out of the four Mandalorian Black Series figures. I found the... Who's uh, the fourth? I, uh, the, the female chick. I can't remember her name right now, and I fucking hate that I don't remember her name. Um, but yeah, I have IG-11, the Mandalorian, and his name is Paz Vizla, but everyone's just calling him Ham. <laughs> Because the figure is literally heavy, Thick. heavy inf- infantry Mandalorian, but everyone's just calling him Ham. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. <sighs> he's what's about John Favreau. So it's a John Favreau figure. Um. So yeah. Hi everyone. But I'm sorry. Is this the Star Wars podcast? Yeah, I, I wish. Maybe I should make the Star Wars podcast. Maybe you should. Um. So this is episode 108. Yeah, 108. Yeah. Such an odd number if you think about it. Did you guess so? 108. Yeah, I'm starting my new job at Denny's soon. That's nice. I mean, probably by the time this episode goes out in 2021, I'll already fucking watch that. Fuck I'll be already working there. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, right? As we start recording, I freaking threw my back out. Oh. Well, that's better. Oh, Jesus Ow. Christ. Too much treadmilling there, bud. Yeah, we got a treadmill. Yay. Yeah, made your shoes smell like fucking burning rubber. Because, <laughs> like, Gar was, like, on the treadmill earlier, and so, like, I'm just sitting there watching Clone Wars, and then all of a sudden I'm just, like, smelling like burning rubber, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, is that the treadmill? And you're like, I guess it is. And then the lady just goes up to me, like, here's my shoes. And I'm like, oh. You smell like burning. <laughs> so yeah, we got a treadmill. It's cool. Yeah. We also got some Ultraman talk about. We got some news. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about Ultraman episode 31. 31. King episode 31. 31 and, and Denko Choji and Gridman episodes 25-26. Yeah, this is a two-parter. Because, as we all know, Ultraman Taiga hasn't been subbed in over a month now. Yeah, so we're not going to... F- so, not, not, so not only are we behind since episode 16... or Not only have we not talked about anything since... There have been no episodes subbed since episode 16. Mm-hmm. Episode 16 came out in like the end of October, so now we're two months behind. Yeah, so we, again, we're just saying, fuck it, we're waiting until the entire rest of the series is subbed, and then we will watch it. <laughs> and talk about it. Yep. 
Yeah, because I'm sorry, but like we're we're impatient. <laughs> we like to talk about the newest Ultraman, but I feel like we'll never get to. Shut up, treadmill. Ultraman treadmill. Ultra treads. You know what? I'm gonna unplug this. It's, guy. it's color timers going up. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed it. Oh. If I, if I kill that. Treadmill, are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm stretching there. <laughs> Sorry again, I just threw my back. Watching a bunch of Ultraman will give you such a crick of the neck. Wow! It's great to be back. So yeah, All right, first story. All right, our first news story. It's actually Gridman related. <gasps> Gridman. Yeah, another... so we got the Gigan Tech Gridman Primal Fighter official images unveiled. So it's a really fancy figure, Gridman. Yeah, and not only that, but look how big it is. <laughs> Wait, is that like the Figma on the bottom there? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this is. Oh, almost... it's a twelve-inch fucking figure with LED lights in its. Uh... LED Damn. lights in its eyes. Damn. So, yeah, so it's a it's a twelve inch collectible fucking figure with like of the anime Gridman. That's so cool looking. He comes with uh comes with caliber. Yeah. And he's going to be a hundred and fucking like eighty dollars. Fifteen thousand nine hundred nine yen. Yeah, hundred and eighty dollars. Probably two hundred. Oh, oh, how about no? Yeah, but that's a really cool looking figure, Gridman though. Yeah. Man, to think that that under that sweet, sexy armored shell is the original Gridman. Yeah, as we found out. Because <laughs> apparently, apparently they were doing it wrong the whole time, where they weren't using access code Gridman. I can't even remember what the access code they actually kept using. But it wasn't access code Gridman. They weren't using an access code at all. Oh, they weren't. No, it's just Grid. Like, remember Gridman and YouTube were like they were kind of split apart so once they realized they were the same person that's when they became the true good man oh okay that's right yeah no that's 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 pretty someone needs to go back and watch the show yeah right it's not like the box that's coming out next month or anything I actually hope that like I go to Walmart and it's just there on Blu-ray I'll be like sweet with the Funimation dub yep no yeah. Fucking Funimation dub. Whoa. Alexis is the only good voice in that fucking show. Oh, is it because he's trying to sound like Tim Curry? Yeah, because like that's how all of Con Digifires Ray should sound like. Apparently in the Apparently in the dub they actually do make he actually makes a reference to a Kilocon? Kilocon by oh. calling a con a meat thing. Oh. It's like Do you get <laughs> Alrighty. This thing looks neat. It does look really cool. That, can, can we have a nice figure of Gridman? Like original? Where's can we have Gridman? a 12-inch figure of Gridman? Where's Gridman? Yeah. You know, MVP of the show. Oh, Auntie? Yes. Uh, next uh, nice. where, Where's my 12-inch Rika? <laughs> that would be dummy thick. Oh my god, it's super dummy thick. I love it. <laughs> super dummy thick. that! Yes. Oh yay! Ultraman rings and T-shirts. Yeah. One of Belial, one of Zero, because it's their tenth anniversary and, and they're and, fucking. And there's weird. one of both. Oh, oh, so Zero Darkness. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Zero Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Yes, but also no. Yeah. 
Uh, say so the rings are going for thirteen thousand two hundred yen, and are uh, expected to come out in February of next year. Cool. Uh, pre-orders will go up until December fifteenth. So by the time this episode comes out, <laughs> they'll be over. There are two two designs to choose from: either American style or Twilight. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, those are the t-shirts. Ah. Like American style being the blue, like, you know, the like the blue with the white, and then Twilight being the dark, uh, the black shirt with the uh, yellow, uh, with the uh, white outline. Hmm. Uh, the t-shirts look cool. I don't like them. Hmm. Son of Ultra 7, high combat ability. His masters are Ultraman, Leo, and Astra. A.K.A. his true father. Uh, the Ultraman Zero 10th Anniversary t-shirts will be going for 3,300 yen and are coming out in January of 2020. And again, pre-orders end on December 15th. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Boop. On to a shit ton of Godzilla news. Yeah. So... Godzilla and a company called Glamp, or Glam, Glam, Glam. Uh, be silent. It's because it's, it's supposed to sound like glam. Lamb. Uh, it's for uh, smartphone cases. So each character is on a tempered glass iPhone case from Gizmobis, a mobile protection mobile protector born in Las Vegas. The square from the elegant luster will give your iPhone a sense of luxury. So we got Godzilla, Ghidorah. Mothra and all the different forms of Mothra. That's actually really cool. Rodan. That's a fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know what that looks like? What? It looks like like on the back of like like a like a biker gang oh. like leather jacket. <laughs> we, call we're the, we're the, we call ourselves the Rodans. We call ourselves the Fire Dans. The Fire Rodans. Fire Rodans. Or do they just be like the Rodans? Since nineteen sixty eight. The Rodan Fire Gang. That's what they would call themselves. Does that say fifty eight or sixty eight? Since 1956. 1956. Oh, okay. So Rodan first showed up in 1956? Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, that looks... That's actually really cool. Uh, Biolante. Biolante? Why does he get one? Because that movie movie became a cult classic. That's, like... Sure, the movie was good, but Biolante was a shitty kaiju. Like, in, in concept, he's cool, but in appearance, he looked awful. It's a fucking rose monster. Look at that. I'm sorry. I, I just don't like Biolante. You know who Biolante reminds me of? Fucking, oh, what the fuck was it called? Seymour or whatever the fuck it's called? No, um, uh, first it was Audrey 2. Audrey, thank you. Uh, no, um, I can't remember the actor's name. But it was the Futurama episode where Bender becomes paralyzed and he uses his red cage as an instrument. Oh, uh, Beck. Yeah, yeah, Beck. And he's like, you, lift my hand. <laughs> After him. Because <laughs> he can't do anything. Yeah. Just like Biolante. Biolante's like, I can't do anything. Uh Oh, well, Godzilla's going to kill me. Blah! There was actually cut footage of a, of their fight. It was all stop motion. Oh. Godzilla fighting with uh, tentacles. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, so vines. yeah, Violante, cool. Hep- there he is. See, I knew, I knew it was gonna make up for it. They put my boy Hedera on this on, as a focus. I like, I like how like 
a mess it is because that's what he is. Like he, Henry's a mess. I like how they add the picture of Godzilla flying with his atomic pack. Yeah. Oh my god. I I just did they make a figure Ron starts of Hedera? Unfortunately not. Damn. I guess I could just get like a vinyl figure of Hedera. I guess so. And there's one of Shin Godzilla. Yeah, because Shin Godzilla is like a fucking masterpiece in Japan. <laughs> and see, okay, okay. Even though I don't like Biolante, the Biolante case, they all look good, honestly. Mm. But yeah, wait, wait, wait for Hedera to get one. I'm, I'm proud of him. That actually makes me happy. And then we also got t-shirts of the, uh, almost some of the same designs. Oh, that's so cool! So you got a Hedera t-shirt. Yeah, oh, okay, that looks, see, but the Biolante looks like, looks good as a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she's holding flowers, because, ooh, Biolante. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a good one. What the fuck's up with these bottles? <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Oh, yeah, like, like people like this are actually going to be wearing these. I'd get the head. I'd wear the, Honestly, I would wear the hetero one or the Rodan one. I really like the Rodan one. I wouldn't mind having the Rodan, uh, the hetero and the Rodan one. Yeah. Um. Let's see, hetero. Let's see if it's on vinyl for hetero. Oh, there it is for hundred forty-four dollars. <laughs> oh my God, no! Oh, oh my goodness, what? Come on. Oh, there is actually more on the. It's pretty well detailed though. Detail yeah. Oh, okay. I can't read it, but it's the like the Phoenix. Yeah, it's like the like on the Rodan shirt. It's like the Phoenix, and it has like a list of things, but like I can't read it from here. Oh my god, they actually have a vinyl of Hedera in his ball form. Maybe <laughs> just a ball. Yeah. No, I gotta I gotta rewatch it. Oh, it's a glow in the dark Hedera figure. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna look at Hedera. Oh, okay. Episode. Uh. The Rodan is uh, the list of his uh, appearances. Ah, uh, I feel like I feel like that's the thing we gotta do eventually. Just have like theme months dedicated to like kaiju's having their own movies. Oh, like we're gonna do like because eventually we're gonna do King Kong, we're gonna do Rodan, Mothra. I wouldn't mind doing them. That is a fucking cool Godzilla shirt. That <laughs> is actually a really cool shirt. So there is a kids T-shirt. That that's just Godzilla's face. It says Godzilla sixty five though, so I guess it's sixty fifth anniversary. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. well, this year marked the sixty fifth anniversary. Okay. Uh, these shirts aren't coming out until next year, mm-hmm. and we'll never get a hold of them. But they're good designs, at least. Yeah, no, these are really nice shirts. But yeah, I love that the hetero one is just like a fucking mess, just like he is. So like, good job on that. Uh, it says here, uh, collage art together with various scenes. Latin and English text of elements and compounds are randomly placed in the graphic drawing with a psychedelic worldview of 70s culture on the t-shirt. In addition, the catchy figure of Godzilla has been perpetuated, making it a piece that makes you feel the wit of the brand in a variety of ways. Oh, so it's supposed to be styled and trippy like the 70s. Uh-huh. Like, like the movie was, because the movie was a fucking trip. <laughs> That's definitely a movie we need to talk about one day. Oh, Godzilla vs. Hedera? Yeah. So down. Fucking, I... Just, I love that movie. Also, you know how uh, last episode we were talking about how like, oh man, it sucks that Godzilla vs. Kong is coming out in November? Yeah. Then, then I actually thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. That's more of a Godzilla thing to do. Because every Godzilla movie usually comes out at the end of the year. Yeah. Where's my Godzilla fight well, I mean, Santa? I found out because they have a Pixar movie, Mulan, coming out in March. Where's my Godzilla vs. Santa movie? 
Godzilla versus Jesus. Godzilla versus God, who is the true God? You know, the big man. Big man? Yeah, Bubbles, you know, the big man. Santa. Ricky. God isn't Santa. That's what? A, that'd be actually funny if God was Santa. You know who I can see it being? Yeah. Ultraman. Yeah. Ultra Santa? Yeah. Ultra Santa? Sin with a Santa Claus hat on and beard. That's Ultraman King. He brings all the, the presents to all the good Ultra Boys and Girls. It's funny how you say that. There actually is a character named Ultraman Boy. Here comes Ultraman, here comes Ultraman, here comes Ultraman King. Singing <laughs> presents for all the good Ultra Boys and Girls. I know who Ultraman Boy is, yeah. yeah we, he... talked, we talked about it when we talked about the movie. Look how cute he is. Because I remember we were like, yeah, there's Ultraman Steve, Ultraman Linda, and you're like, yeah, Ultraman Boy, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And there's some cowering fear and Belial's fucking wasting shit to everybody. <laughs> I'm fucking M78. I wonder what, I wonder what who, who he, you know what he actually looks like? He looks like 80. A bit, yeah, I he's see. Got, he's got 80s, uh, 80s spin. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's 80s son. <gasps> maybe he'll grow up on Ultraman 80's anniversary we'll get the son of 80 that would be amazing fucking do it do it Super Eye. let's have a fucking Ultraman series about the son of 80 have Ultraman boy grow up to become Ultraman man yeah Ultraman man <laughs> or no or no he's no, just no. the Ultraman no Ultraman boy Ultraman boy senior yeah and then there's Ultraman Boy Jr. Ultraman Boy Jr. Jr. Do it. Anyways, cool shirts. Yeah. But, oh, oh. oh, there, there, oh. There's now a Mechagodzilla Christmas sweater. Yes! Gar Christmas present. You're buying it for me. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want the Mechagodzilla stuff? That's, anymore? like, it's cute but dumb. What about this one? That one's better. <laughs> it actually looks mechanical and I like it. But apparently there is a Godzilla stuffed animal that also vibrates. Oh yeah. And, oh wait, uh, wait, okay. wait, go down to the plushies. Well, yeah, but uh, I just want to say these aren't made by a glam. Moved to another story. Yeah. I know. So a uh, kid robot has announced some Godzilla anniversary stuff. I like that jacket too. Oh yeah, this jacket. Ni- that's like a that's like a military jacket. Nineteen. Yeah, sixty-five. And go to the plushies. Okay, you know, you know, Emily would want that fucking Mothra one. Yeah, there's Mothra. Ghidorah, Rodan, all the different variants yeah. of Godzilla. Probably a couple more Godzillas. Yeah. Except for that except for that one on the the mystery one on the far right. You think this one? Yeah, I don't know what that one is, but it's definitely not a Godzilla one. His head's round. It's round. Who do we know that's round? Maybe Hedera? I don't think so though. No, nah, it has claws. Maybe King Kong? No, it's designed like Godzilla. Could be Manila. Could be fucking vanilla. <laughs> okay, I wonder. Like, it sucks. Does it? Does it mention like which one? Let's see. If, let's see if it mentions describes which ones those are. Um. Uh, go down. Oh no, there's oh, nothing. Doesn't fuck. Oh, I want to know which like which Godzillas those are in the this plushies collection, ranging from kaiju's and plushies of Godzilla theme. Uh, well, that one's definitely sixty four because of the eyebrows. Yeah. That's fifty four. Yeah. That's nineteen eighty four. Shin, burning, um, probably two thousand. Yeah, this one's probably two thousand. And uh, Kiryu, because Kiryu, 
Curious. Oh no, that's the original. Oh, it's the original. Okay. Yeah. And then who's that one? I want to say that's Mo- that's Larva Mothra. Really? Now he's standing. He's got arms and stuff. Well, well they're all standing. I know, but now it doesn't look like Larva. No, because he's got arms. He's got arms and legs. Yeah, but the head, the head though looks like Mothra. Uh, you know, let's let's click on Kid Robo here. See if there's anything. Oh yeah, there we go. Sold out. The fuck. Uh, okay, here we are. Alright, we got 64, 65, or 85, sorry. Yeah. Burning Godzilla, 95 Godzilla, Mega Godzilla, King Ghidorah. Oh, yeah, it is Mar- Mothra Larva. You're mm. right. And then, and then, yeah, two mystery ones. Okay. Who could they be? Yeah. Oh, because they're blind. They're they're blind. blind bags. But, oh, oh freaking Emily will love that even more. That's cute. Well, those are cute. You know, I want to get a case. I, I like the packaging as well. It looks cute. Well, they're sold out. It's too bad. Damn. <laughs> I just go to Silver Snail or something and find a box of them. And be like Hot Topic. Probably find these at Hot Topic. These, fe- you know what? Looking at these, they do look like something you would find at Hot Topic. Yeah. How big are these things? Um. It doesn't say, but not big. They they'd be like they'd be like not even. Oh sudden. oh one. Oh no, these are the ranges. Ranges. So it's like. Yeah, the Mafra one is apparently a one twenty four chance. Wow, that's bullshit. Yeah. Well, if you get a case, then you probably have a chance of getting all of them. That is true. Cool. These are cute. Yeah. Speaking of weird things, Premium Bandai announced Godzilla and Mothra larva plush tissue box and roll paper holders. Oh my god! I think that is the most genius tissue box I've ever seen. It is larva Mothra shooting like its web out of its mouth, but it's that's where the tissues come out of. Yeah. That's genius. That is that okay. You know what? I'm gonna send me that link right now. I'm gonna send it to Emily and she's gonna fucking gush. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, that Mothra thing is fucking genius. That is so good. And it's going for four thousand nine hundred and fifty yen. And it comes out in April. Look how cute it is, though. I know. Then there's the Godzilla one. Yeah, that Godzilla one's cute, too. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I was like, we're still on the show. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm waiting. I, I thought you were going to say something. No. Same that. Uh, so, Premium Bandai has also announced Ultraman series dog tag necklaces. Oh, okay. So there's one of Ultraman with the uh, Science Patrol logo and his uh, Ultra sign. Ah. And it's going, just Ultraman. They're going for $110? Fuck that. It must be like stainless steel metal or something then. No, Fuck it must, that. No, no, it must be made of the secret metal that, that's made that built. The secret the, alloy? Yeah, the secret alloy. Yeah, right. Um... Uh, so yeah, the dog tags are gonna be eleven thousand yen. Okay. Uh, coming out in February. Okay. And uh, the deadline is for December fifteenth. So once again, by the time this episode comes out, they'll be sold out. All right. Cool. 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 And our last news story. <clears throat> Sorry. Our last news story for today is we have our next Ultraman show announced. It's a mixed bag, people. So, 
you know how once the Ultraman show ends, there's the Chronicle show that airs while the while they're the, making the next Ultraman. Yeah, while they're making the next show. That way, you know, they don't lose their time slot. And so the Chronicle show for the for after Taiga is apparently zero and G'd. Cool. Well, I like the G'd aspect. I just, I question this because Zero already had one. No, but this is about them and their show together. So it's a G. Yeah. Yeah. It's simply a G Chronicle. It's just that they're, at the same time, they're celebrating Zero's 10th anniversary. Yeah. So it's uh, like, oh, we're going to do a thing about G, but Zero's, Zero was in G, so we can, we made this work. <laughs> Worked out well. Uh, the series will feature a collection of stories that highlights the heroics of Ultraman Zero and Ultraman G. Similar to the vein of Ultraman Orb the Chronicle and Ultraman New Generation Chronicle. Oh, yeah. I would like for someone to sub the New Generation Chronicle. Because at least with that, it was new footage with, like, some returning actors. Yeah. Like, Riku showed up. Lighto showed up. Um, the android from Ginga S showed up. I can't remember her name. I always keep forgetting. Mana. Or Mana. Also, apparently we're getting, like, a new Ultraman Zero thing. Ultraman Zero, the movie, The Search for Zero's Mother. Yeah, we need to see who Zero's mother is. It's been ten years. Where's his... Who's the mom? Or better question, who's Ultra Seven's wife? That's my wife. That's how the movie should start. (gasps) Oh my goodness, that's what we need. We need Kid Zero. Oh my god. We need... Okay, you you know how in flashbacks with Taro we saw baby Taro? Mm Mm-hmm. We need to see Baby Zero. We need to see Baby of Everyone. We just need to make Ultraman babies. Just Muppet babies, but with Ultraman. Should we add a female, another female character just so that the divide... Yeah. Just so that, like, the diversity is not so weird. I wonder if they'll ever have an Ultra Woman as a title Ultra Ultraman in a series one day. That'd be nice. Or at least have, like, an Ultraman series where the secondary Ultraman is an Ultra Woman. That'd be cool. Or have it, have it be a pair. Have it be a male and a female title character. Eighty. No. Eighty's partner was a female. No, but was she an ultra woman? Yes. Lillian. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, Heisei. Do a Heisei version of eighty. Yeah. I guess you could technically count. Ace as well. That's her. Yeah. And Grigio recently. She's been getting a whole lot of popular. She should have just been in the series the whole time. Yeah. Like when, when, when fucking, when, when she found out that like her brothers were Ultraman, she should have been like, oh, I want to be Ultraman. If you can do it, I can do better. I can become an Ultraman better. Yeah, yes I can. And just, she tries to do it and just, it blows up in her face. Uh, Riku's actor is coming back for this. Of course he is. I'm not, not surprised at all. He will always play Jean for the rest of his life. Uh, Like, like if you ever tell me again and when we're not starting, oh yeah, Jean's surprising his role. No shit. (laughs) No fucking shit. I'm not surprised. He's probably going to cry again at the end of this one too. Yeah, but knowing this being a clip show, 
he doesn't have to be there for every for like every day. But he's going to. No, no, you, you know how long he's probably going to be on set for? Uh, probably like a week. Yeah. You know who's going to be with him? Zero. Pega. I can see Pega. Remember that? I can remember the end of uh, New Generation Chronicle. It was like, man, look at those awesome cosplayers. Th- those aren't cosplayers. Those are the actual actors. Wait, what? <laughs> Just they all came back. We were like, yeah. Oh, sweet. What? You know, it's a stage figure. It's Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah. I saw the uh, re- the uh, the teaser for that. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, uh, the Ultraman Chronicles Zero and Jeed is set to premiere January 11th, 2020. Because, uh, as we all know, Ultraman Taiga doesn't end with episode 24, but episode 26. So, it's going to end, like, the first week of the new year. Yep. That's a bit bizarre. Yeah, whatever. You know what? It's 26 episodes. I'm not going to complain. Excuse me. And yeah, again, 10th anniversary, Zero Project. Yep. What if Zero has a... Oh, no. (laughs) That'll be... No. That will be a fucking thing. Zero will have his own son. Think of it. Mm. Zero Chronicle. It was about, you know, who's Ultraman Zero? The son of Ultra 7. What was the next show about? Gene. Yeah. Son of Belial. Ultraman Orb to Chronicle. What happened in Rue? Um, I don't remember. Orb Dark. Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> New Generation Chronicle. It was about all of them. What was the next show about? Three Ultraman teaming up. Yep. <clears throat> Zero and G. They're both sons. Can't do, can't do another Sun series. But what if? What if? I'm calling it now. Long lost brother. Brother of Zero? Yeah, the brother of Zero. For fuck's sake. The long lost brother of Zero. Ultraman Stag. Ultraman Stag. <laughs> I haven't mentioned him in a long time. Oh, uh, I miss Ultraman. Ultraman, you know what? I can feel, I feel like Ultraman Stag's going to be our villain. Like, we just keep forgetting about him. Yeah. And he's going to just pop up Fuck bros. Well, what's up, bro? You have a beer. Come on, have an ultra beer. Um, so yeah, we never watched any of these Chronicle things, because it's, apparently, according to Gar, they're just clip shows. Well, they are just clip shows with, like... It's like, remember we did this? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much that. <laughs> watch New Generation Chronicle. There's like no such thing as idea. reruns in, in Japan? Do they not do reruns? How do you think Ultraman survived the 80s? Uh, that's true. Freaking reruns. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but that's no. what I'm wondering. Like, if I went to Japan on a TV, would I turn on the TV and then there'd be like an episode of Gaim playing one day? I, I don't think with Ryder and Sentai. They don't do reruns for Ryder and They Sentai. don't do reruns. That's weird. Ultraman, they did because it was just, you know, a, you know, like a budget thing. It's like, hey, we got the money to do like bits and pieces, but then that's it. Okay. Like, remember the Spark Doll theater thing at the end of Ginga? Yeah. So in Ginga, Ginga, or Ginga, Ginga S and X were a part of Ultraman Retsuden, which just translates to Ultraman Anthology, mm-hmm. a show which was just filled with reruns. And Spark Doll theater was actually some commentary on that. Like, they did an episode of Tiga in which the Spark Dolls were talking about, like, oh, go, like, go get him, Tiga, you can't lose to this guy. It, it may be considered lost media now, but uh, I have no idea. Well, anyways, whatever the Zero project is... It's going to be mo- a movie. Most likely Belial will come back. 
again. Oh fuck! They're gonna find. They're, they're, they're definitely. Gonna, they're gonna, gonna find the little space cloud thing, dimension thing that they got them stuck in. Someone's gonna un- uh, accidentally release them and be like, <laughs> "Just come back, and I'll be happy." He's gonna come back. Jump orc Ace is just gonna be like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> fuck you. Gene's gonna be like, "Dad, we just had this talk." Dad, I thought you were dead. I mean, supposedly Belial's showing up in Taiga, so... Well, that's a clone. Yeah. Apparently, like, it's... Uh, like, it's, uh... It's Bio Broly. Bio Belial. Bio Belial. <laughs> Whenever we get to talk about that episode, that has to be the thumbnail. Johnny and Bosch can voice him. I can see Johnny and Bosch voicing No, Belial. I don't see him voicing Broly. <laughs> Anyways, we're half an hour in, so let's finally start talking about some Ultraman. Shrap! So episode 31, Who Goes There? So the kaiju of this episode is the vampire plant kaiju, Coronia. And I have to say, this episode started off really, really boring, and then halfway through the episode, it started to pick up, and we were like, oh, okay, this is actually interesting. Because, like, once we found out what, like, Coronia's fucking deal was, it was like, okay, this is actually really cool. Did the episode start to get better or worse when Coronia came out of the closet? Oh, God, yeah. So, like, so we had this guy... His name's Goto, so apparently he's from the South American uh, Science Patrol branch. Mm-hmm. And he's been a part of the Science Patrol since he's been 10 years old. Yeah, because apparently he, he used to be worked for the Science Patrol in Bolivia, and his dad did too, and so he was an intern, and then his dad died in the light of duty, and so then they swore him on as an official member, and for 20 years he's just been in South America doing science patrol shit and then he came back and they're like oh wow he's like all famous and stuff and like like Ida was even questioning like oh how the fuck did you um how did you survive down there for 20 years well no he's he, th- he was thought he was older oh, like, oh. alright it's like wait you've been a part of this for 20 years yeah yes. Heist is just laughing at them and we're like yeah you guys are stupid he didn't even look like Hayata a bit and he had like this weird he, space in the bottom of his teeth which was fucking weird he looks like if Hayata like if Hayata's actor couldn't do it anymore like he would just be a fill-in and no one would probably notice um so then like Cap's like trying to light up his pipe and he just can't do it and then Fuji tries lighting a match she also can't just like the fire just goes out but that gets explained later um so yeah so Goto has like like he questions about like the the construction of the science patrol headquarters and it's like oh like what's it made of and she's like oh this special like metal concrete steel alloy of concrete and it's like yeah but there's like a secret alloy in it right and she's like she's like wait well how the fuck do you know that um he's a member of the science patrol yeah and then she would know this yeah so she tells cap that and cap's just like what the fuck why would you just say that so like openly like that's just that's a secret because if we if they if people found out about that then like our headquarters would be like super vulnerable um we got another smoke so yeah so we find out eventually that like he's carrying this plant thing around with him and it's Mm -hmm. coronia but we find out that goto is coronia so eventually uh, pretty much 
The whole plot of this episode is the South American Science Patrol branch, they're probably fucking around with something that they shouldn't have been. It grew sentient, it grew intelligence, it became its own life form, and became these, like, botanical human plant monsters. And they just took over everyone, they have the ability to copy people's appearance, so safe to say the real Goto's been dead for years. Now I'm just thinking, man... Beast Machine Season 2 hit hard. Yeah, really technobionic stuff. <laughs> friggin', so, friggin' Botanica, who is the transforming plant. So, he, like, transforms into Coronia, and... It's, it's so goofy it's, at like, the start. In, in, in human form, like, him wearing, like, clothes and stuff like that, it looks silly. Like, it's so dumb, he's talking, and, like, there's, there's, there's a shot where he goes to visit, like... This professor who worked with Goto apparently at some point, like, uh, involving, uh, Coronia. And so, like, it just cuts to, like, it shows the Goto and then cuts to the scientist, cuts back to him. He's just already, like, in his oh. monster form. And I was like, no. Or as I describe it, the Oscar de Grouch form. Yeah. It kind of look kind of like Oscar de Grouch. Um. Or like, uh, the Grinch. So then, like... Fuji gets uh, discovers that he gets she gets knocked out or whatever like that. She finds like a sample or like I think Hayata ends up finding a ha sample. Hayata found the sample. Fuji got caught. Uh, they, like, put in like a closet or something. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, um, Godo or Coronia in a sense. Uh, he like he shot. He uh, he shot Fuji. She passed out and then. Ide explains later that she was shoved into the closet. Yeah. Uh, where Ide was like, he's like, oh, you're like, why are yourself in the closet? And like, fell asleep. And like, he's like reenacting like how she like fell on the bed. And she's like, no, it's not how that happened. Um, so, then, like, so then like, so then the eventually like bursts out of like the building. Like he grows like 10 times in size. Because, you know, Ultraman, we don't have to question uh, yeah. how they grow. And then we get the proper Coronia. Which, he looks good. It was actually, like, a very interesting design. And he actually talks, and he's like, whoa. And then just we see the, all these spaceships start fucking flying out of nowhere. And apparently there's more of these fucking botanical plant humans. And they're just been waiting, biding their time so they could take over, invade Earth and take over. So they're not an alien race or anything like that. They're a, they're a life form that was made here on Earth. That just became sentient and aware, self-aware, and said, "You know what? Fuck the humans. We're gonna take over, and this is just gonna be a plant." Planet like, of the plants. A, a plant planet. A planted, if you if you will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a plant. A plant. It. <laughs> no, et. <laughs> There you go. You gotta plant it, if you will. Um, and the thumbnail is just gonna be him in, in a suit form, with, like wearing the suit, and with the Grinch. With the Grinch, because that's what he reminded me of the the Grinch from uh, the Simpsons episode where it was like Grinch on ice. Yeah. Um. So then Hayata like runs off to go fight him, and like we see him like run into like a building, and then he like crashes the building his ultra. I'm like, oh, so you, you won't do that for the headquarters, but you'll do this for this random building. I'm like, okay. I think they just wanted to have an excuse. The Super I just wanted an excuse for Ultraman to just grow out of a building. I want to destroy a building. Yeah. So he starts fighting him, and like you know, it, it's just 
Just, you know, jumping around and shit. Jumping around, flipping over him, and then... Leap. He, Leap. he uses, like, this new attack on him where it's, like, this little green... It's, like, this green swirl attack. And he, like, fires it at him, and, like, it stuns him. And then he falls over, and then he just explodes. Just explodes. And I was like, oh, alright. And so, like, the VTOL is busy trying to fight off these ships, which then Ultraman just flies in the air, uses his Spacium Ray, and he just starts, like, destroying all these ships back to back. I did it. I saved the day. <laughs> just everything's on fire. Um. I did it. And, like, yeah, and so then they, it just ends with them, like, like... It was just weird. They're, like, trying to figure out everything that happened, and then the scientist is just on the balcony of, like, the hut, and he's like, well, I can tell you, this is still a mystery. We'll never know what their true intentions or origins were, and it's like, oh, all right. So, like, we don't know anything about where these guys came from. Much like the Ultraman statue and from the, the gym episode. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Well, it was Ultraman Noah. Yep. <laughs> just... Like, like that that I've never seen an ending so abrupt since freaking an episode of Stupid Mario Brothers. Just all right, we're finally here. There's only one problem. What's that? It's the end of the episode. Oh, and that's it. Just, just, just it cuts to black. That's it. Episode's over. Like, oh, um, Green Mons, not Green Mons. Fuck. Uh, that's what I kept referring to him as uh, when we were watching the episode. I'm like. This is just green months. Yeah, yeah, no, because, like, yeah, he also had this other, like, plant form where, like, before, like, it was, like, because I think they were trying to grow another, like, coronia. Yeah, so, it, like, grow. it would, like, spread out throughout the city or something. And it was just, it was just a fucking green tarp with, like, fucking, like, plant and worn out shit on it. And it looked awful. Like, it looked worse than green months. And because green months was at least, like, he had, like, a trash, he was, like, a trash bag. But, like, this one was just, like, a worn out tarp. A trash bag. Well, that's what it was. Green Monster was a fucking trash bag. Um, so, like, yeah. This, overall, this episode was interesting. It just... I kind of hate that they just ended it with a huge cock block of just, like, oh, we'll never know, like, where where Coroni actually came from. Lane, you're going to be very upset when we get to freaking Ultra Q. Oh? Think of it. It's just Twilight Zone. Everything's a question. Yeah, but that, that's that's fine. That, that's, that, that's the whole point of the show. So that I'm okay with. But, like, here, it's like... No, if you have something, you have to explain where it came from. Just explain. Um, so I I like this episode. I thought I thought Coronia was actually really cool looking. L- lately, in uh, these later episodes of Ultraman, the kaiju's have actually been really good looking. Well, yeah, we have a budget now. Yeah. Even Ultraman got himself a facelift. But now, but now we're down. We have eight episodes left. Where's the monster? Yeah, I know, but you know what? I'll be, it'll be, I'll be proud to say that in my lifetime, it's like I've watched all the original Ultraman. It took me two years, but I did it. <laughs> it won't take you two years. No, it's just been like a year almost. Yeah. Um. Yeah. On the So, episode 31, Guts Headquarters Under Attack. A.K.A. The Thing. A.K.A. If the Alien was... A.K.A. John Carpenter's The Thing mixed with Alien. Ridley Scott's Alien. Yeah. 
Like literally, this is what th- this episode was literally the the thing. Like, like take the seat, like take the location of Ridley Scott's Alien, but replace the Xenomorph with John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. So like, yeah. So we are introduced to the artificial life form Bizamo or Bizarmo. Yeah, Bizarmo. I think it was Bizarmo. Bizarro. Uh, I think that's the joke on the name, but he was called Bizar- Bizarmo. Um, yeah, so, they're, like, experimenting on this thing, and they accidentally made a life form. I think that's what the mm-hmm. whole premise was. So, they found some sort of organic life oh, in, in yeah. the South Pole, and, you know, as the TPC does... And they like to experiment on it, fucking everything they find, because they're idiots. It's like the explanation. It, it's like the, it's like the term, fuck anything that moves. These guys is, di- dissect anything that moves. <laughs> Um, yeah, so pretty much this thing just starts, like, killing everybody, and, like, you know, it's producing too much oxygen, and it's killing everyone, and so they pretty much, it becomes, like, sentient. Hori's really, really fascinated with this thing, so he tries to figure out what, what it is, and, like, try to communicate reason with it, like, coexist with it, and Bizarmo's pretty much just like, yeah, no, fuck you guys, I'm gonna take over everything. So he locks down, he takes, he copies Hori... And he just starts taking out the Guts members, like, one by one. And he takes over the base. Like, the whole Guts base is on lockdown. He, like, I bring you love. It's bringing love. Kill it. <laughs> um, and so he hacks into the main computer. And he's just like, yeah, if you, even, if you even attempt to try to shut down the main computer, I will kill Hori. Do it. And, like, but, eh, I didn't like Hori anyway. And, and, like, this is, like, a real pure horror episode. Because, like, when you see, like, Bizarmo, like, disguised as Hori, like, he's all, like, creepy looking he looks tired and he's all sweaty and like and it's just like it's real weird like reina gets like one dropped under her face and like she starts like going like falling on the ground i'm like holy shit and like this literally felt like the thing hori hori what happened he slimed me yeah and i like i even told emily this because like apparently emily's favorite movie of all time is the thing yeah it's just like that's interesting because she's like she's such a sweet sweet young thing but like she loves the thing um and i told her that and i described her in this episode and she's like yeah no that's exactly the thing and i'm like yeah so i feel like they took huge inspiration from the thing um and like yeah like freaking and so like shinjo and uh Daigo try to, like, get out, and, like, they try opening the, like, door with pure for- brute force, but they can't do it. They try shooting the lock. That doesn't work. See, this is why you don't have automatic doors. Yeah. And they're just, like, so many people are, like, injured or dead, and, like, they're sick, and, like, they, they, they have no idea what the fuck to do. And, like, Bizarmo's... And so what does Bizarmo do? He, like, Reina tries to, like, get out in a gutswing to go get help. Oh, no, but, no, um... Yeah, I think but, she but, I think she ran out to go get help. Bizarmo like possessed like he took the form of Daigo and he was like telling Reina what like where to go. Oh yeah, and he looked fucking creepy. And also Gar noticed something that whenever like they're holding their like communicators and they're seeing someone talking on screen, it's just a still image. Yeah, yeah, it's just a still image with like like chances are it's like a cutout. Yeah. And then they just put the, the yeah, screen of whoever put, they're talking to. Yeah, they just place the footage in the in the communicator. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, fucking, like, 
bizarre, biz, uh, bizarre mode Daigo looks fucking creepy. <laughs> it looks super creepy. Um, so she gets obsessed, and then uh, Daigo's just like, okay, fuck this, and he like... He's got Rena? Oh, fuck. Tiga time. Yeah. Turns into Tiga, starts following him, like, catch, catches the gut swing, and like, and then yeah, Bizarro... Yeah, Bizarro, like... Fly out of the guts wing that had Rena, and Rena was gonna crash. Uh, yeah, and he grab he grabs onto like a power, like a like a tower, like electric tower, oh. and a uh, uh, power line. Yeah, power line, and just you know sucks energy from that, grows bigger, and then we get um like the Bizarmo monster, and it's pretty cool looking. He's got like a weird head, and then like he has like this thing like like. Yeah, it's like a mouth. draw in his, like, stomach. Yeah, like, in the, in the center of his chest. And it's just super weird. And so, like, Tika starts fighting him. And then, like, this is, like, a, a thing I've been seeing a lot lately in a lot of Ultraman we've been watching. But, like, he, like, grabs the kaiju by the tail, starts spinning him around, throws him. I just don't think he can do that. Oh, like, how Ultraman, like, pick up a monster and they, like, seismic toss Yeah. Him. That's something I can see Titus doing, Belial doing. If, like, an Ultraman has, like, a strong, like, bulky form, they can do that. But, like, seeing, like, a scrawny person like T... Like, if he was in power type and he did that, uh, then I would have been like, okay, that's fine. But he was in multi-type when he did it. Yeah, multi-type's, like, an all-balanced form, so... Like, I, I guess this Ultraman have super strength, so it's like, whatever, they can just fucking throw Ultraman. I, I just question it because, like, some of these kind of Jews are, like... It, like, way heavy, like, are way more... Like, yeah, they're heavier than Ultraman. Yeah, they're heavier than Ultraman are. But, like, a few thousand, like, tons. And then we get this really cool thing where just, like, you know, uh, Bizarro has him, and he's, like, holding Tiga, and Tiga's like, shit, shit! And, like, even, like, the Guts people are like, oh, fuck, even Tiga's, like, getting his ass kicked. And then he just, like, I'm thinking it at the exact same time before it happens, I'm just like, oh, he should go power type, then he kicked his ass. Goes power type. Fucking, like, his fucking hands off and then he like kicks him in the fucking head and it's super cool and then he just um rips his arms off right yeah rips his arms off um and then he pretty much does the like how kurt russell's character kills the thing just he goes ah fuck you too and like throws a ball like a grenade at him yeah he uses his uh delicium ray at him and it's like "Eh." yeah and he just blows him up and they destroy him and then just the episode ends with, like, uh, like, Raina's like, oh my god, I'm okay. And then, like, sees, like, Bizarro Daigo. And she's like, oh, fuck, Daigo's still alive. And then you just see Daigo running towards going, Bye. And she's like, Daigo! And I'm like, oh, they like each other. Aww. No, I, I like, I like the shipping's real. The ship is real? They're gonna fuck. They, they're just talking. <laughs> no, they're totally fucking. Oh, they're fucked. Oh, they're fucking. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so I, like, I thought this was a really interesting episode. It was well made, well shot, like, it it just, it felt like everything was on the line, and like, you know, it was a, it was a horror movie, like, it felt like the thing. It's also just a nice change of pace where there was no extra side characters in this episode. It was just the main cast having to deal with this type of bullshit. With Desirmo. Because, like, they were attacked at the one place that, you know, they weren't expecting to be attacked at. And that was their their base of operation. So it's like, 
what are you supposed to do with like if your house gets attacked? Yeah, I just like I like that Hor I like that Hori like tried to like reason with it, but it was just like no fuck you, I'm gonna take over all humanity. I like how it was talking with him on the computer at first. Yeah, it's like will it kill? Like, are they going to kill me? But it's like it it's just typed out, and he's like, no, don't be stupid. Why are you going? Like, why are you thinking those stupid thoughts? You're not gonna die. <laughs> um, yeah. So now on to Gridman. So yeah, so we got two parters. So we have episode twenty five and twenty six, the decisive battle, the end of the hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a really good two parter. Yeah, like it actually had like plot relevance. There was character development, fucking huge character development, especially for Naruto and Yuka. <laughs> so yeah, th- this two parter starts to like it acknowledges that like uh, six months have passed. Yep. Uh, since the start of the show. So, the show starts in normal time. Mm-hmm. Though that makes me question, like, why are they in school in the summer then? If it's been six months. <laughs> no, you know why? Because school's different there. Because, like, I think their school ends in, like... Their school starts in, like, August or July. And their summer starts from, like, May to July. Oh. Yeah, their, their, their school year is really weird. If you play the Persona games, like, it starts you off in, like, April. Like, Okay. Yeah, it, it's super strange. Um, but yeah, pretty much, like, this episode, this first episode, really, like, first part, uh, really reflects on, like, they re- they, they start realizing their actions by defeating, like, Khan Digifier's Kaijus. Like, a business shop is going, like, like a little computer shop is going into business because of all the bullshit, like, not bullshit. So no one's buying computers anymore because they're scared of, like, all the technology that's been going bizarre. Mm-hmm. People are moving out of the town because of all the things that have been happening. Yeah. And, like, Naruto starts to have self-doubt about himself. Being like, 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 he's questioning himself about, like, whether or not if the fighting will ever actually end. Mm-hmm. Or will actually mean anything to people. Yeah. Because, let's face it, no one knows who Gridman is because he's only in the computer world. Mm-hmm. Until today. Until no. Today. <laughs> um, so the kaiju of this episode is the poison smoke monster Venora, and he's actually pretty cool looking. Yeah, so so cool looking. I'm like, he looks familiar. Where have I seen you before? Oh, you were in the anime. He was um he was the stone monsters that were uh that were around the city that was causing the smoke to go out, but instead of poisonous smoke, it was like the amnesia smoke. Yeah, it was the repair smoke, so they repaired the town. Yeah. So that was cool. So it was like a fixer beam almost. Fixer smoke. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so like Takashi makes this kaiju because he runs by like he's run he's taking a, a shortcut home from school. And, like, he starts smelling all the smoky pollution. And he's like, oh, I just fucking hate this. It stinks. It's not bad. And then he's not paying attention to where he's going. And he almost gets run over by a fucking truck. And the truck driver is like, hey, fucking watch where you're going, kid. Make sure you look before you cross the street. And then just, like, uh, like revs his engine and, like, puts some gas, like, uh, 
some smoke on him and stuff like that. And he's just like... Exhaust fumes. Exhaust fumes, yeah, sorry. And, uh... And Tugsy's like, oh, fuck you, it ain't pollution. Well, you know what? I can have everyone else experiences pollution like I did. Oh my goodness, he became a Captain Planet villain. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> the Condage Fire's like, no, we must make it worse. We must make the, all the humans experience the smoke. Gridman, what are you doing? Captain Planet. <laughs> Grid man starts playing on blueprint. Protect the computer world, or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> or I'll bust your balls. Fuck! I also want to make the thumbnail just Captain Planet, but in Gridman colors. Oh. oh, that'd be funny. I ain't doing it. No, I know. It's okay. Um, and so yeah, so Gridman, go- so he starts like saying all this pollution like all throughout the city, and it's like it's it's making no. people sick. It's not killing people, but like you know, it's it's awful to be outside. It's a, it's a poisonous gas. It's not poison. It, no, it's not a poison gas. It's poisonous. Poison. Poisonous. Poison. Poisonous. <laughs> that was an actual argument in this episode. Yeah, with uh, Epe's parents. Yeah, Epe's parents, because the mom kept referring to it as poison gas, where uh, his dad kept having to tell her, "It's like no, it's poisonous gas." It's a hold down, hoot now, hold down, hoot now. Yeah, uh, Gridman goes in to fight the Huns. No. Uh, but you know, you know what Nato is doing? He's learning English. Well, yeah, they're all doing their English homework because you could, like, scold some guy, like, ah, oh, we should be doing English homework. Or we could enjoy the day today and do it tomorrow. And she's like, no, because if you grow up, you'll grow up old and without any knowledge. And she's like, and he's like, ah, whatever, you got those are cute. <laughs> Eh, whatever uh, so yeah, so Gridman goes to fight uh, Venora, and he's just getting his fucking ass kicked. Like, more than usual. Because like, usually he gets his ass kicked. This time he got, really got his ass kicked. Like, he got smoke in the face. Yeah. And it's like, like the poisonous gas, uh, he, it starts to make Gridman have like a PTSD, like, not PTSD. Actually, yeah. Would it be PTSD that Gridman was having? Like, he was just thinking back to, like, all of his, like, times where he was... Getting uh, beaten up. Yeah, and then we even have, like, a character moment with Naoto where, like, he's just, like, thinking about, like, maybe I should we should stop doing this because, like, you know, we're just... We're, like, causing more harm. Like, we, we're not r- realizing, like, maybe what we're doing isn't the right thing. And then Yuka and Ipe are like, no, man! Like, it doesn't... Like, sure, computer stores are closing down, people are moving, but, like, you know, we're stopping this stuff from making, like, from happening and making it worse. Remember the whole time thing? Yeah, remember the time thing? Remember when, like, one almost actually came out into the fucking real world? Remember when the cash registers were gonna... Were, uh, exploding? Fucking explode after fucking spending $100? Yeah. Um... Oh, remember when uh, the supermarket closed? Yeah, because... Oh. Oh, my God, because they didn't have any food. All the super... Remember the phantom thief with the security locks? <laughs> Jesus. Well, that guy was just trying to sell his business. Oh, yeah. But just um, E-Face says it. He's like, think of all of that we saved. And, like, it's zooming in on his face. And I'm like, no. No. No, no, no. no, no. And then, like, it cuts to, like, monster scenes. And I'm like, damn it, it's a club episode. It's kind a club, of a club no, show. No, it's just a montage. Yeah, it's just a montage, it's not a clip show. But, uh, um, it reminds me of something Merlin said to me a long time ago. I said it was something Merlin taught me, told me a long time ago. What are you doing? Hang on, the flashback's not clicking in. There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, we 
hey, we at least see what happens to Gridman when he gets defeated. <laughs> Unfortunately, he does not Star Trek TNG freaking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Tiga did. Like, that's the same sound effect from Star Trek. You know it. It is. No, it is. It totally is. <laughs> um, yeah, so he just, like, he's fucking down. And, and then, like, Kagashi's like, oh, I must show everyone in Tokyo this. So he, like... Makes a, he has a thing called, like, the Dead Projector or something like that. And he, like, projects fucking the battle in the sky. And I'm just looking at him like, no, 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 you can't... Or, like, I thought that at first it was stupid, but then I was like, no, that's really cool. You know who Takashi is? Who? He's the Grimes character. He's Frank Grimes from Simpsons. Oh, my God, yeah. Look, everybody, look! Grimman's fighting a monster for children! Yeah, where'd it go, Homer? Where'd it go, Green Man? No! That's what it is! Well, I don't need power-ups because I'm Green Man! <laughs> That's good! No, I don't need power-ups because I'm... Sh- I'm, sh- I'm Con Digifer! I'm Tenka Chochi's Green Man! Oh, That's what's gonna happen! This Con Digifier's just gonna go insane! Just a cuts to a grave of Con Digifier? Oh. No, Chochi's... You could change the channel. <laughs> oh my god. That's our homework. <laughs> um, so then we get to part two where like so Naruto gets out and he's like he's really injured, like he's not doing well, he's got a huge headache and like he's he's having like he's getting all these flashbacks of all their defeats and stuff. Flashes. Yeah. So they line him on like a cot that no. uh, they have in the basement. And Sorry, no like, so Ipe goes off to like make uh, make him some soup or something like that, and so like Yuka's just lying there with him, taking care of him, and then there's just like the greatest fucking thing happens. So like we've been we've been we've been kind of shipping the Zuko Naoto, and we're like, oh my god, it'd be great if these guys actually became a thing. And so I'll let Gar explain this because this really hit him hard. So, so like it's one of those cliche things where the main protagonist is laying on the bed injured, and you know you have your female lead. Who has a somewhat thing for them. And it's a will they won't they type of storyline. Which it usually ends with a will. Uh, they do. Yeah. But which like. She leans. Like she leans in. I'm thinking okay. She's going to rub his head. But then I also made a joke. Now keys. And I'm like. <laughs> it cuts from. Like it cuts from like her point of view. To like. A top uh, down view. Yeah top down view. You don't see it. But you can tell that she fucking did. But. You could, you could kiss Nato. Yeah, and he he noticed. He knew. Yeah, because like he, he he was awake. And he's like, you could, like he feels his love. And he's like, did you just kiss me? And, like, like he doesn't say it to to her, but like, and she's just like, like, yeah. he, like he feels it. He's like. I can do this. Yeah, and like, it, well, like, he, at first he like gets up and stuff and he starts feeling better, but then he's just like, I don't think I can win. And like, you just like, what do you mean you can't win? Like, you know, you're you're so courageous. Like, you can do this. You and Green Man just have to work really hard together. And yeah, so that was fucking adorable that like, now we, now we have established plot that like, Yuka and Naoto actually have a thing for both, for each other. Ipe e- also likes Naoto, I, or I mean, Ipe also likes Yuka. But, like, just, you could find Ipe fucking annoying. Or in those talks, she's gonna be fucking pissed. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, she, he's, gonna, he's whole... gonna see them holding hands, walking down the, in the park or something. He's gonna be like, fuck you, I'm gonna kill Naoto. You know what's gonna be? Hmm? Or, I was doing the show. Mm-hmm. He creates a monster, sends it into the computer world, goes out for a walk, doing his own thing. 
bump sees Naruto and Yuka holding hands and being all like being like a little couple and such, being yeah. like preteen couple. Yeah. And like he walks up to her and, and like he just like shouts at Naruto, being like, "What are you doing?" and all that. And it's like, "Whoa, don't!" And she's like, "Hey, don't talk to my boyfriend like then." Like Takashi's just losing it because he doesn't know what to do. Blinker goes off on the uh, primal acceptor, and that's when he finally clicks in. He's like, "Your grid man." Yeah. Or no, they run off, he chases after them, and then it's like, he sees the whole transformation thing, and it's like... He, what, he goes into the basement? No, 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 like, he see, like, he, like, he's, like, looking into the window or oh. something, into the basement. Oh, that, yeah, and that, that. And that's when he comes down the stairs after the fight, and he's like, you, you've been frying all my plans. Hey, you're Dotcon Digifier. He's like, yes. Um, yeah, so then, um, so Greyman goes back in, and he starts fighting, or whatever, like that, and, uh, like, everyone's watching on TV at some point, like, they, like, they tune in their TVs and computers, and, like, everyone's watching this fight. Um, and so then, pretty much we get the debut of... King Gridman. King Gridman, and, oh, he looks great. Just, so how do we cool. defeat the thing? We get bigger. Yeah, we just, we fuse the Dino Dragon with... Good man. Or, or the the best the bridge line I've ever heard. Okay, everyone, kill it with fire. <laughs> yeah, and so he like he towers over fucking. Oh yeah, Venora. King, King Gridman's like a bit taller than uh, Venora. Yeah, but it's like it's his design looks a bit better than Thunder Gridman a bit. Yeah, I, I'm still upset that God Xenon's gone. Also, uh, Kano and Daichi, like, they're hanging out together, and they got ice cream and stuff, and then they're caught in the smoke, but then, uh, Daichi's dad... Smoke. ...finds them, and he's like, no, let's get, get you to safety. I thought he was just gonna be like, run around, kids, fuck you! <laughs> that would've been funny. Run around, kids! Run kids! The cop just doesn't see them. <laughs> um, yeah, but King Gridman's super fucking cool, but then he does, like, his King, uh, grid beam, and I thought he was gonna, like, Pull a unibeam and fire from the chest, which he should have, but he just, it's just a bigger, slightly bigger version of the grid beam. And I'm like, oh, okay. Close Best up. of the beast king. And then he, and then he does a, he does a fixer beam, like, through the projection of the sky. I'm like, no, fuck you. That's not how that works. Lane. Huh? Gridman used the fixer beam on a crippled kid to make him walk again. Yeah, I'll shut up now. <laughs> Gridman, anything's possible. Fix anything? Can you fix my? Can you fix my marriage? <laughs> this is the fixer beam on a married, like a separated married couple, like a husband and wife, and they're just like, "Oh my god, I love you!" And it's like, it's like, yeah, good man, marriage counselor. Boys, people, people, if we're going to sell this, we're going to sell it. How we, how, how, how the everyday American solves anything nowadays. Great man, great man, great man, great man. Like Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry, it's this great man, great oh man, Um, yeah, so he defeats Spinora and, like, and just, like, we cut to the end of the episode where, like, Naoto, Ipe, and Yuka are all together, and Ipe's just like, something's going on between you two. Like, I hear, like, Naoto's like, yeah, I heard someone say, like, I'm always with you. And, like, he looks, and Ipe's just like, you. Yuka, you said that, didn't you? And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And it's like, Naruto, do you think it's Yuka? He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And it's like, what happened while I was gone? Yeah. Did you guys kiss? Oh my goodness. You know what? Roll three. Another Super Mario Brothers joke. Hmm? <laughs> when did you get a girlfriend? 
Remember when you went to go talk to Bowser and such? So what, you got a girlfriend in five minutes? That's <laughs> probably happened before. Like, someone's walked into something and then they walk out with a girlfriend. In five minutes? Sure. That happened. Oh, fucking things can happen like that. One of, my, one of my exes, whatever, like that, we, like, sparks went off, like, when we first met each other. And then I think, like, we went on a date a week later, and then we started going out. But that wasn't five minutes. That wasn't five minutes, but, like, <laughs> Spark was there. We liked each other in, like, five minutes. Um, yeah, but overall, like, really good two-parter. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm glad the show decided to take Did time to actually develop itself as a story. felt like a finale, though. Yeah, it, it did feel like a finale, but it also feels like, like, I can definitely foresee that well, think of it. This is episodes twenty five and twenty six. We are now two thirds done. Gridman. Yeah, we're getting there. We we only have thirteen episodes left. Oh yeah. So chances are there's gonna be like a three part finale or something. Yeah. But it's like, just. Um, but probably out of the three uh, the episodes we watched, I probably like the Gridman two part of the most. Oh yeah, Gridman won this week um, with Ultraman being second, and then unfortunately. You know, I would say Tiga and Ultraman tie for Yeah, they tie, because they were both kind of like a horror thing, horror yeah. motif, because like, it was like a artificial life form that copied people and was trying to take over the fucking Earth. To take over wow. the world. How fucking weird is that that sometimes Ultraman and Tiga episodes both like, fucking meld. Underwater creatures, freaking... Yeah, so that's interesting that we both got the same concept. Um... I just want... I, I wish there was a book with, like, the directors and, like, screenwriters. And, like, basically, anyone that worked on each episode individually just explain what was going through their head. I would love to... That's why I've always wanted to see, like, behind the scenes of, like, toku shows. Just, like, documentaries, like, of how they made, like, Gaim and stuff like that. That'd be, like, fascinating. But, like, <laughs> what were the actors thinking during this? Like, did they have any input on, like, how the story went? Urubuchi, how do you feel about writing Gaim? Hated it. Uh, uh, uh. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it because I had no control. Uh, I, I, I wanted to kill everyone off, but then Toei, they, they kept telling me, no, no, I can't do that. Even though I've I crushed a guy into a wall. Uh, so I crushed a guy into a wall. I've, uh, I nuked America. I <laughs> nuked America. And, uh, this, this, I don't know why I'm giving Ganarabuchi this voice, but it's working. Ooh, I'm gonna stand for a second. Um, so yeah, so that was episode 108. A, a plant it, if you will. A plant it, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... I, I guess that's all for now. That's it, everybody. Schwa for now. Schwa for now. We'll be back with more Ultraman, Tiga, and Gridman. Yeah. Later. Woo!